0: One of the all-time favourite shows.
1: Because you were home. Hello, you are welcome to episode 44 of Because You Were Home. This week we are joined by a very special guest. We are looking at real-time horror and we have Jed Shefford with us. Thank you so much for coming on
2: thanks guys thanks for having me
1: absolute pleasure yeah. we're having fangirl moments
0: <laughs> yeah and, and for anyone who just doesn't know Jed is the amazing writer and producer of Shudder's uh, film host yeah which it was such a great thing it came out uh i know i'm getting ahead of myself no go uh, ahead <laughs> but like, like that the topic of it in the pandemic a pandemic film over zoom and a seance it's just it's so brilliant it's it's just the timing of it's done so well and it's done in such a neat like 15 minutes just
1: boom it was amazing Jed can you give us a little bit of a background on you before you got to host
2: yeah sure so um me and my friends we just we just made short short films short horror movies uh that ranged from three minutes to like 15 minutes and actually from two minutes to 15 minutes. Um, and we'd just been making make this for the last like seven years. And uh, they'd been doing well. They'd got into festivals and they'd been very well received. Uh, but the wider world didn't kind of see our stuff because the wider world really isn't into horror shorts, I guess. So we've always wanted to make a, um, a feature length film. And this was it. But yeah, up until then, we were just... Me personally, I was just writing stuff and uh, trying to do my own little my own little niche in horror. And with the response that we got from our shorts, like one of them got into Sundance. Uh, one called Dawn of the Death got into Sundance and played yeah. a million festivals and did really well. And then we did one called Salt that also did really well and kind of got us noticed in Hollywood. Um, and that was the kind of start, really, uh, just making the short films and making it as good as we can with a small budget. And yeah, I guess it's a, it's a good proof of concept for uh, bigger horror films. If you can do it on a small scale in a short space of time, then perhaps people will give you money to make it on a bigger scale. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, we actually watched uh, Dawn of the Dark yesterday as well. Mm. And Brains. it's amazing. And that's exactly what I kind of looked at. The production of it was unbelievable. That like,
2: was like made for five grand or probably less, actually. Yeah.
1: Wow. Like, it was-
2: <laughs> Can you believe Pretty that?
1: Great yeah. for
2: that, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing we we have this we have the same crew as we did on our very first short that made hosts just um, and, and and making this video game ghosts. This is exact same crew, mm-hmm. same cast as you as you noticed. It's like the
0: little family you got there going.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just same people again and again, because why? If if you, if you can work with your friends, oh, why, yeah. why wouldn't you? It's yeah. Why work with strangers? Like, where's the fun in that? I mean, of course you could meet new friends, but um. I always just like working with people that I know, just because it's just easy. It's a level of comfort.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you can really tell though. There's a really good like, there's such camaraderie, especially within a host. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think watching Dawn of the Death when they're like, all playing different characters. Yeah, because like, I was like, oh, there's Caroline, and
0: then it's like, yeah, <laughs> there's Alien. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like, but there are like play different people. I'm just like, <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, I wish we we, we they used their real names and Dawn of the Deaf. That that would have been really cool. Then we could have kind of carried it on. Always yeah.
0: displayed them, yeah, you know, version Yeah, of that. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Well with Emma, like I made a short film that actually isn't online, but it did some festivals last year called Multiplex. And all five girls are in that. That was that Multiplex is actually the first time where you see all five of these ladies t- acting together. And uh yeah. So they use it well emma used her real name in that and then she used the real name in a host and then in the video game she they're all using their real names it's just it's just a kind of a thing that i quite like yeah. i like
1: it yeah, yeah. it's really cool yeah. it is really cool and it's really cool to see it to go beyond across oh yeah, yeah 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 to carry
0: on through mm-hmm. um so as we said kind of at the start of the episode we were going to be looking into kind of horror films that were done in real time and we were kind of basing it after we were watching host we were like it's a great idea so it's kind of you've got like we're we're talking say at most kind of done over say 24 hours or overnight so you have like kind of invasion films like the strangers and hush Mm -hmm. and then there's like funny games buried green room Uh, and then there was also the original kind of one of it was alfred hitchcock's rope done in 1948 But the thing that he found with doing a uh, real-time film, it's it's almost the way you're editing it. It's a really hard way of, and you're kind of stuck with story. It can only be a certain amount of people in either a room or a house. And he says that critically, it kind of did well in the sense where filmmakers and critics liked the idea of the way it was just shot either. Perhaps even like with Rope, such long cuts because they tried to do it almost like one continuous shot.
2: I love Rope. you kind of see the cuts now like because our eyes are so used to it like but back then people must have just thought it was magic or something but yeah yeah we
0: were just there for like the hour and a half just just constantly following the whole thing but uh he said he'd never do it again he said it was just it was like and it wasn't successful it wasn't like for and i think it's such a great idea for its opening scene when they're strangling the guy putting him in the chest and then acting having the party acting like as if everything is totally normal um but I just I found like with host for me like it's done well with audience and with critics like it seems to have just completely finally broken broke. that glass ceiling. yeah it, it's just it's it's gone through it all and then they're like look at us now look what we can do um okay. and I just so like how was the process how, like editing obviously like with that how did you find the making and the process of making
2: host so it was a real collaborative um, operation, and uh, yeah, everyone kind of made made their mark on it. it. The film is owned by all of us. The film was written by all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. The because like the, their dialogue seems really natural because it's their dialogue. Um, I'd like I'd love to take credit for some of the lines they came up with, but <laughs> genuinely, like all the best things they say is is from their own mouths. Um, so so yeah, it's just this kind of collaboration is something that um I'm taking forward and everyone who's worked on the film has taken taking that idea forward. This kind of collaboration and level of improv to make something feel more naturalistic is, is something we're mm-hmm. definitely taking forward. Uh but yeah, the like the ladies just obviously because they're great friends, it's just so easy to show a friend's friendship on camera yeah. when you're just doing it for real, when they they are your real friends. So, like Rob, the director Rob Savage, um, he just got like the best out of him, just just made it as natural as possible. Uh, did this did great work in kind of finding these little nuances, and and the editor Brenner as well, Brenner Rangot, a uh, Australian editor. She's really the one who kind of out of all the I think it's 180 hours of footage, she's the one who found the film in that in that footage. So, like her part in all of this can't be. And she doesn't really get all the the credit she's due. But yeah. the editor is like, without her, we wouldn't have host. But also, just just a combination of of cast as well. These ladies and Teddy and Salen, yeah, and Alan. Like, it's just like it's so lucky that there are mates. But because it, it's like a dream cast, we wouldn't have been able to like audition people and cast it as well as we did.
1: Yeah. We well, did
2: so well. So lucky, yeah. <laughs>
1: It is actually, there's times, it's funny, like we were watching it again this morning and there's times, and we've spent obviously the last year and a half, essentially, on Zoom calls with our friends. It's actually the first time we've been able to get back together to actually record a podcast. Yeah, in well together. over six, seven months. It's all been on nice. Zoom. Mm. And there were parts where the girls, I was like, oh my God, that is so me. And you can see <laughs> the faces that they were pulling and you're like, Oh yeah, we were doing that last week, and you can see like that kind of tension as well, like at the start between the girls, and then it just you can see yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. In in the characters, and you can see that they're really good friends, and you're Mm. just like, yeah, I've been on this call. No, thank God, not actually on that call because yeah, no, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to be
2: on that call, no. Yeah, no. (laughs) But like, yeah, like I think they all played like enhanced like versions of themselves like obviously they they each of them have known each other for years like four of them went to school together um so there is like a a deep friendship there and like a history um so we don't need to explain people's backstories because you just assume it from the way they interact with each other um but i think the person who's playing themselves the most was probably emma because she's gen she is exactly like you see on the host she's exactly like that in in real life um if you just look at at her Instagram, she's just Emma from host. I was um in the park with her yesterday. She was like playing Frisbee with like a with a can of beer in her in her hand. Nice. And uh and just Same swe- kind of
1: type of girl. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and
2: like but she was taking and, and also somehow managing to get a phone in, in the mix as well, taking <laughs> videos and uh just swear swearing herself silly. If you, you see it, I'm just like oh, Emma, like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. And then like we also like on Friday we did some for the video game, we were just at the location we're gonna shoot some of the video game. Mm-hmm. And we went down to this spooky basement and I was like and we were like, Emma, can you just like just walk into this basement? And she was so scared. She she I don't know if she thought it was a prank or something, but she did not like that at all. Um
1: I was actually wondering that, like, were any of it, it, like not even just the girls, like any of the crew and everything were you scared of going to this topic
2: no no, no not at all but, i mean yeah. because of the, the because like the cast they they shot everything themselves there wasn't any crew there mm-hmm. the, um so i mean they are very they're believers in the supernatural very much so and they do not like messing around with like ghosts and stuff mm-hmm. So when you see them scared, it's it's there is an element of them actually being scared of of a particular situation. Um, But no, personally, I'm I'm not scared of that stuff. Like genuinely, it's it's not something I worry about, and that makes it easier to write about as well because I'm not scared to go into an area that might kind of be taboo or like Mm -hmm. scary. I'm just like leaning into that. Whatever's scariest, that's what I'll do.
0: Yeah, Mm. yeah. So I was saying to Grace this morning that um, I was talking to my mom, my auntie, about this last night, that we were interviewing yourself and explaining what host was about. And so my auntie said when she was 14, so it was about 1974, she said that when she was in secondary school, that some of the classmates uh, made a Ouija board, like possibly a paper or whatever. And they said they were going to try and speak to Mark Boland from (laughs) T-Rex. But then when this friend was telling me. Was he dead in
2: 1974?
0: Oh, she when might be she might have yeah. gotten the age or the yeah, age yeah wrong, but she just said 70s. And right, I don't right, know right. whether she was just masking her own age by saying
2: <laughs>
0: But um so in the 70s, uh, and she just knows that she was like a young teenager then, she's about 14. And uh but she said that it was one of the the girls who was relaying the story because my auntie was so afraid of it. She's like, I'm not a part of this, I'm in the classroom, yeah. but I'm not doing this. Wow. And she said that they spelled out the name. And she's like, well, whoever Clark Gable is. And my auntie was like, gone with the wind. You know, your I mean? And goes, frankly, my dear, don't give a damn. And they were like, mm, no, no, none of the girls who were doing the Ouija board knew who Clark Gable was, but spelled out that name. And to this day, as of last night, my auntie was like, how did they get that name? How did they know what they were doing? You know what? So she still believes that that actually happened and i was like yes clark gable came all the way to ireland
2: to speak to you yeah just <laughs> to, speak oh, to a bunch of
0: teenagers <laughs> a, ouija a ouija board yeah um <laughs> but like what prompted you guys to do to for the idea of uh, a zoom seance
2: um so i just what came is, up a-
1: w- sorry was it the whole i know that there was a story going around as well that it started off as a prank
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Rob, he called me one day and said he wants to do a prank on our friends um, and he showed me what he was going to do. It was, he would, he's, he would he was laying the kind of groundwork for there being someone living in his attic. He would say, hears a sound. Mm. He can hear rustling or something. So he'd been saying that for a couple of weeks. And then, so he showed me what he was going to do. He was going to go up to his attic. Something was going to jump out and he would fall down this ladder and like die on zoom yeah and i was uh, but like to me it kind of looked it kind of looked cheesy but like funny and i was like rob this is great but i don't think our friends will believe this but we did it i i recorded it and like i don't think there was any plan to record it luckily i recorded it Mm -hmm. and yeah we did it and um they believed it and we we put it online we put this two minute edit of this prank online and it got 14 million views in like a few days wow yeah and like don't know why it just blew up like that. yeah so we got a lot of offers off, off the back of that just like oh like do you have a film version of this and we just said yeah yeah of course of course so rob rob does what he usually does and he calls me like right, jed do you have any ideas and i was like okay leave it with me because i I, I, like, I don't have one off the top of my head leave it with me and let me sleep on it and then at 4.30 in the morning, I text him two words, which was Zoom seance. Um, it just came to me, just Zoom seance, that's it. And yeah, and then he pitched that to Shudder, and they said, yep, here's the money, and we, we made it. That's it. But we also said that we're going to use our friends, um, and that it's gonna, we need it to be out in 12 weeks' time, uh, because that was the end of what Boris said the the, we Boris told us that lockdown would end on August the first. So we (laughs) needed it out by July 30th. Yeah.
0: Um
2: so yes, that that was our deadline which we couldn't miss. We almost did, but we didn't luckily. Um but yeah, so that's what happened.
1: Yeah. I remember when it came out we were we were in an ease of lockdown. And um, my actually both our husbands they're they're not horror fans yeah. um, which is quite funny at times. <laughs> um, but my brother-in-law he also does a a film podcast, and we were talking about hosts, and I was like, oh my god, have you heard about this? And we had subscribed to Shudder, and he came over, and even my husband was like, this is brilliant. And when we put it on today he was like oh my god this one's the scariest film yes, yeah. and it was it like it's Could, been a long time since there has been something that has genuinely scared yeah like the world like so many people have seen this mm-hmm. and it's gotten such a great response and it, it genuinely is yeah terrifying and it seems to be the sentiment that everybody has had and often you'll kind of hear, oh, this is the scariest movie and you'll go and you kind of be like, oh. Yeah. Everyone seems to be sharing that. And I think it's a part of it as well where everybody has done at least
0: one Zoom, at least one. And
2: yeah.
0: um, like you've, even elderly relatives, we've all done this. So there's a part where they could be like, oh, this would be something I'd never do. No, there's at least an element to it. Where we're like, no, we've done this. Could you imagine if something happened on Zoom you know through the channels that are open what if something came in came through and then came into everybody's house And like that thing with teddy who's only on it for like five mm. seconds and then his girlfriend gets him off but then he's it's still enough time
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. So, yeah there's that
0: element of oh you know all you need is one person to be doing something on their end and boom you yeah. all invited it in
2: and i think it was the like the Using Zoom, which was something that had actually been around for a little while, but mm-hmm. the lockdown is the thing that made people kind oh, of get yeah. on Zoom. And the fact we actually used the, the real Zoom as well—like yeah. often yeah. in horror films, they use like a fake version of of a of a thing—we we use the real thing, and that just makes it just seem really more authentic. Um, and I think yeah. it's quite rare when that happens, like when you actually can use the real product.
1: Mm-hmm. 100% even when it, we, when we put it on this morning and then I was like I actually forgot it started as the zoom meeting And I remember myself and Ross being like what is this and then we're like oh it's the movie it started and, and we were Warren like this
0: was is so about 10 so cool he goes do you want me to take off that bar at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> like, you take
1: the bar off and we were like and he was like no it's the film it is the film yeah. So it really adds to it. And you yeah. really feel and when we were watching it, um, like Emer was saying, like even the countdown in the top where Emer was like, okay, there's only 23 seconds left. Yeah. And it genuinely is like we've seen it a few times and mm-hmm. I was still jumping this morning. Oh yeah. Because we kind of knew <laughs> yeah. and we were like, We don't know when, we don't know when, but we know it's coming.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah, it's designed to make you jump because with like I hate jump scares in, in movies because they're just loud noises. Mm-hmm. But this scare, you're you get f- you get a warning, it's coming. Like it's not like we we're, we're just doing a loud noise. You're seeing that countdown. You know something's gonna happen at the end of this countdown. Yeah. And yeah. we tell you. And that I just think that's so funny. Like you know it's coming, yet you're still scared. Um I'm yeah.
1: terrified. And I said it to Emer, my cat was on my lap. And I was like, okay, so I know it's coming, it's fine. And I'm like. You're apologize to the cat Yeah, I was like, it's okay, this is coming. And then what happens happens. And I jumped and the poor cat was like,
2: what Aww. the fuck is happening?
1: And it was very funny. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Yeah, it's just I I couldn't get over it. And the, like the response has just been mm-hmm. phenomenal. And you've gotten your um the Fangoria Award as well. And
2: oh yeah, yeah.
1: It's just amazing.
2: It's yeah, it's it's honestly like being just a guy that just is just a horror fan in general i don't even consider myself part of the film industry i really don't i just i'm just a horror fan just Mm. i was wanting to watch and and horror and when the horror films have all run out i'll I'll make my own that's kind of my vibe yeah Yeah. Um, so yeah just to just to make something and something with my friends that have reached so many people and it's is it's crazy like it's already in like like total film i have already put it in their top thirty horror movies of all time. It's a hundred percent. It's crazy. still it's crazy. Yeah. It's a hundred percent rotten tomatoes still. Yeah. It's like us yeah. and Paddington two, and then Citizen Kane's below us, which is crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And um, so you were just saying, obviously, you're a massive horror fan. I'm like, what would be anything that would influence you, or just something that you'd love to go back to to watch time and time again?
2: Um, my favorite movie of all time is is this 1984 movie called Night of the Comet. Not yeah, do you, do you know I it? Haven't yeah, seen it,
0: but I've heard about it. Yeah, you should
2: watch it. Yeah, it's about these two sisters um who are one of very few survivors at the end of the world. Like a, a comet basically kills everyone. These two sisters are by themselves, and there are zombies around. But the first thing they do is what a real natural human response is to go to the mall, yeah, loot yeah. it, steal shit, and dance around to girls just want to have fun. And I, I was just when I it's first Saturday was, night, really, yeah, exactly. But I was like. This is the most realistic yeah. end of the world movie I've ever You'd seen because this is what would yeah. happen. Yeah, so I've, I, I've just become obsessed with that movie. That I've befriended those two actresses; they're real good friends of mine now. Oh, wow. um, yeah, yeah. I've hung out with them in LA as well, where the film shot. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, and they're often on um, on Clubhouse. Um, I have a room called Clubhouse of Horror, and they're yeah. often in that room. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, that's probably my favorite film. Mm. I'm obsessed with the Evil Dead movies as well. Sam mm. Raimi is my favorite director, um, and mm. the Nightmare on Elm Street movies as well are real com- comfort films for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Was it a bit, Is it like kind of a pinch me thing now that you're you're actually working with Sam Raimi? Mm.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still I'm still not used to it, and like every time like we've zoomed with him, and just it is it's been crazy. It's again like it's obviously if you can just imagine that how obsessed i am about evil dead Mm -hmm. and i get to work with the guy behind it um who's just one of the busiest guys in hollywood just just he's making the doctor strange 2 at the moment Mm -hmm. it's it's like a dream come true really and like and i don't take it for granted at all like i like i know i'm in a real privileged position that everyone would, would kind of like kill to be in so i'm really taking it in and just being like wow like I need to remember these moments because, like, they're rare and um, who knows how many of these will, will happen. So, yeah, it's it's great to just learn from him and just um, get him to kind of like oh, yeah. tweak stories and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. That's so cool. Mm-hmm.
1: That really is. I am, and so Oh, yeah. I am, what upcoming horrors that are being released kind of in the next year? are you most looking forward
2: to um my own ones <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking forward to that um but besides those um i'm really looking forward to the new halloween movie to Candyman, all the, all the big ones uh green night from a24 mm. um what else i've seen i've seen like the country in three and i've seen Mm -hmm. white place too so they were the kind of big ones yeah um but yeah they're they're kind of they're they're kind of main ones i like these big bombastic hollywood big horror movies oh werewolves within as well uh my friend josh reuben has directed that and um i can't wait till that kind of comes out yeah
0: because yeah. I was like, the Wolf of Snow Hollow, so I was oh, like, "That was great as well." Yeah. Film? Yeah,
2: yeah, I've act- yeah, I've actually got a link to it, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting to watch it in the cinema. Uh, so yeah. that's it's just a real different treat kind of experience. To, yeah, to be yeah, to go to
0: the
1: cinema. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was it um, creating this film with a pandemic happening?
2: I mean, to be quite honest, it, like looking back on it now, I think because we didn't know how hard it would be, we just took every day as, as it comes. And yeah. and because we didn't think it would be a big thing, it wasn't... We just thought it would just be something that some pe- a few people would watch. There was no pressure on us whatsoever. The only pressure was to get it done by the 30th of thirtieth ju- of July, really. But yeah. besides that, we were just left alone to do what we want. We didn't have any kind of interference from from Shudder. Uh, they were great. Um, so yeah like a, like making films with your friends it should be that kind of easy um but i mean yeah it like i, I would do that again in a heartbeat something yeah. like that uh and i guess we're technically i'm technically doing something uh not too far away from that with this video game as well um just because yeah. but but yeah i mean um it was a lot harder for our editor i'm guessing um mm-hmm. just you have to like wade through all this mud to find the gold but um
1: and she really did (laughs) yes
2: exactly exactly that's why I think it's it's a real collaboration it's um Mm -hmm. it's everyone's film um but yeah it's 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 it's, I'm really proud of it and like hopefully it like lasts for years yeah I think it really well I think
1: it's really gone into the kind of top and it's movie, not just going to be a people. pandemic film. No. It's not just
0: going to be a Zoom thing. That's yeah. gonna. It's 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 gonna be transcendent. It's just gonna be able to stick because the core part of it is the paranormal side of the seance.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, so you were talking about the game Ghost coming up. And is there anything else you'd like to discuss that you're you're doing upcoming, or what is Ghost going to be about? If you can say.
2: Yeah, I can say a little bit. Um... So ghost, wow! It looks like there's like a golden like, sunlight coming to me. It's like I'm hit being hit by a laser. Um, <laughs> g- ghost is uh, it is about a group of friends going into a haunted house as part of a spooky reality TV show, mm-hmm. and your the player plays a overworked and underpaid producer of that tv show in an outside broadcast van um so they have to keep the show together keep it entertaining keep the ladies safe uh keep an eye out for the antagonist which is a creature called the long lady and uh lots and lots and lots of other stuff uh which... are you
0: pulling a lot of this from your own experiences with them oh
2: uh, kind of yeah you definitely you definitely have to yeah um but yeah I, I just wanted to do something like i i've never because it's live action as well yeah. uh, and it's real real time like mm. you, you can only play it at 10 p.m which is when the tv show starts in this game world um that's why it starts at 10 p.m um i'm, I'm making you feel like you're really there it's, it's really immersive and um it's the closest you'll get to to being the producer of a tv show that goes off the rails i guess unless you yeah. are a real producer um <laughs> But yeah, there's this lots of surprises that I don't want to spoil it. There's yeah. lots of cool stuff. The scares are insane. The horror set pieces are very inventive. Uh, yeah, the cast is obviously... They're a known quantity. They're great. The, t- the team is the same team as host. Um, so so yeah just just seeing what we can do in in, in the video game world
0: yeah and again um, like the idea of it coming out at 10 o'clock for yeah. the time that the it's again even for the gaming world i haven't heard of a game where it has to be done at yeah. a time because it's fitting in with what this would be for the tv show it's again you're getting to you're getting the opportunity to make to break new ground
2: mm-hmm.
0: well before, yeah first with the film and now with the game yeah. Well, that's the
2: thing because i don't have a history of, of making video games video game development there are no rules they're, they're, well i don't have a rule book no no mm-hmm. i'm my own boss no one tells yeah. me what to do yeah. i'm just like what would be the coolest way to do this oh it's to make it feel like you're really there and that's the only way you can do it and of course because we did a kickstarter for it and and the first day i announced it people genuinely flooded me with comments saying this will never work uh, this is going to wow. fail. You're not going to raise any money. This is the worst idea ever. You've ruined your career. Fast forward a few weeks, and it's smashed to the total. Those people are very quiet right now. I'm, I, I I'm looking for them. I'm looking for them. I'm trying yeah. to go back and find them. Oh They're gone. Mind. Accounts <laughs> deleted. <laughs> like, it's brilliant. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think if you have the opportunity to create something, like I created from scratch. Like, I'm not, I'm not teamed up with like, like a, oh, a, big, a big company. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It's me. I own 100 percent the VIP on this, um, so it's yeah. I'm just kind of having fun, just making stuff I want, and and luckily other people are picking up what I'm putting down. Um, and I have big plans for it to like to make more video games. This isn't oh, the wow. first one. I've yeah. already signed. I've already signed up for the next game, actually. Um, yeah. So it's it's and it's a very very big well known one as well. Mm. But I'm gonna give it my my own little flourish
0: Um, Evil.
2: (laughs) i'm not allowed to say but you'll see it's going to be it's going to be announced it's going to be announced very soon but it's not a million miles away from what you would expect me to do okay Um, yeah um
0: have you a date for a ghost or am i getting ahead of myself asking
2: for that yeah 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 so it's coming out early next year so uh by february next year uh we'll have at least the digital version out um, and yeah. then the physical because limited run games are making the physical version mm-hmm. um and it's yeah and it's t- and up until then there's tons of stuff we're doing with ghosts as well lots mm-hmm. of stuff to be announced uh, more cast merchandise um
0: i've seen some of the videos of you guys like like the filming of it and, and then some of the stunt work that i think i saw emma doing some stunt yeah. Work before,
2: yeah 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 that that was just for the announcement video yeah, that doesn't actually happen in the in the real game uh but i just wanted to be like if i'm going to announce something i'm going to like make a big deal of this yeah, so yeah. just have them explain it and i'm just like oh, people want to see something happen at the end let mm-hmm. me do this stunt because i just want i wanted the the press as well because like i've dealt with with movie press over the last like year like and it uh, like i've been the press for, for host for like a year basically almost a year uh, but I, I know nothing about the game world so i'm like i need to make a splash and then yeah. lo and behold like it's worked and like i mean every game magazine you can think of every game website it, it's yeah every, so far games yeah so far it's all working out really well yeah um
1: i think it's well, like, even just talking to you now like you're just it, you're very inspirational like you seem to so, oh, like it's really positive and mm. like it's so nice to hear you talking about it and it's just like you know this is what we're gonna do and it's it's gonna work and you get the because... chance to
0: do it and you're still so driven yeah and you're not letting the naysayers like hold you back
2: oh no they they, they power me i'm just like oh, okay yeah. cool i'm gonna prove you wrong I mean, that's um... true, right? <laughs> yeah and i think you have as a horror fan in general you're always thinking that oh. you're always especially like it, like this side of the atlantic like you yeah. like there's obstacles like to make horror to kind of even say you're a horror fan people will look at you in a certain way
1: it's such yeah. a strange thing isn't it you say yes. you like horror and people are like what's wrong with you when yeah like, people that we because we haven't even been doing this for a year
0: yet we're just shy of a year and when we're yeah. telling people oh we host a horror podcast there's still a lot of people <laughs> i don't tell about because i'm like
2: oh, <laughs> yeah so-
0: i mean you don't want to have that story and yeah
2: exactly yeah. exactly so So I I want to be one of those people, and there are loads out there, talented people who fly the flag for horror, and especially this side of the the Atlantic. Yeah. Because in America, it's fully accepted. Everyone loves Mm -hmm. horror, makes big bucks over there. But for some reason, this side of the Atlantic, England, uh, Ireland, Mm -hmm. some parts of Europe, they're just a little bit kind of reluctant to accept it as something that the public want. Yeah. Um, So hopefully hopefully these things like these successful projects kind of shine a a good light on it yeah um but yeah I I can't wait for people to play this game it's it's I'm so
1: excited for it when we saw it coming out we were like yeah it's gonna be great oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I actually can't wait to give it a go and and
2: and yeah and I didn't even mention the big thing is like Jim Henson's making the creatures so it's that's that's the insanity of this of all of this like yeah can you believe like it's almost yeah. unbelievable like you
0: like, <laughs> can't imagine how it must have felt when he and we you know when the company got in touch and were like yeah we're gonna help you out with this if, especially if with you your
1: background a... there i was looking at that yeah yeah exactly i love your same background <laughs> mm-hmm. and exactly like, again yeah i actually got a bit like oh my gosh
2: <laughs> yeah well yeah because I, I was just like okay who, who's the best who's the like again, like I, I've got no experience making video games. So I was like, who's the best people I can get to help me with this? And I just went around convincing people, hey, like this is crazy. We don't have a lot of money like you would normally get, but how about this? And like Trevor Henderson, he designed the long lady and he's the guy that designed he's a creep siren head, one of the most like viral creatures on the internet. And then oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then getting Jim Henson creature shop like involved that was just one of the one of those moments where you just think I can't believe I've pulled this off yeah I can't believe I've pulled this off this is crazy um and yeah how
1: did you start kind of reaching out to these people is it do you think that there was a certain amount of kind of after host or I'd say you need confidence and stuff that you just need to go right okay I'm gonna do this
2: I don't think I don't think it was because of host because I don't think I don't think a lot of people they had actually seen it to be, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I just like a friend of mine is friends with one person that works at Henson. So I at least got a meeting, but um, like a, like a semi cold meeting. And I just said, look, look, like, like I need you to do this for me. Um, I don't want to go to anyone else because I, I love you guys. I'm the biggest Labyrinth fan. I can, I, I, yeah. like, you, and I was like, you can test me if you want <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I know everything about Labyrinth. Um, and I watch it like I genuinely watch Labyrinth like every other day. Like I just stick it on in the background while I'm writing, just because it's one of those comfort movies.
1: It mm-hmm. is one of the we had it. We actually we did a we did an episode on like not gateway horrors, but movies that aren't horrors. But if you talk to a horror fan, these are definitely going to be yeah, Labyrinth. Exactly Yeah, and we yeah. we watched it so much. It's that and Rocky Horror was yeah. the movies that oh, I yeah, grew I love up on. Yeah. and um the labyrinth mum would put it on and it, she actually banned it in our house because I would get <laughs> really weird after watching it and mum was like you can't watch it Grace is just gonna go bananas mm. and my sisters were very upset for a while because that <laughs> so film funny. was banned in our house and it's just so gorgeous to the point mm. that when I re-watched it and I was like I can't believe it. I just didn't like wear all of Sarah's like ballroom yeah. outfit for oh, my wedding. Yeah. I was very disappointed in myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the pearls in my hair and the big hair. and Oh, that movie. You didn't have
2: David Bowie either, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs>
1: stop. <buddy>. <laughs> <laughs> for my hen, we had an 80s themed hen. And, oh, nice. Um, Emer went as Lydia and my sister went as Jarlot. So she had the big hair. Oh, she wow. She her uh, trousers. It was... Yeah oh like amazing (laughs)
2: nice that's that's so cool and yeah yeah, and and these are the type of things that I said to Henson. was like like I'm going to come across as a a massive fanboy here but like love you guys like like anything you can do like and then they told me how much it would cost to do what I wanted and I was like yeah I don't even have a fraction of that but (laughs) but if but if you just I was just like just think about it and like I never gave up I was just like think I, I I basically explained to them the entire idea, so they kind of know more than most people, obviously. Yeah. And I was just like, "This is why it's cool. This is why it'll go beyond this game. everyone's going to remember what this, the long lady. Yeah. And this yeah. is and this is the reason why. And the, and then we're like, okay, okay. Like we'll have a we've got a meet. We'll have a meeting about it like tomorrow, and then we'll get back to you. And then the next day they were just like, we're hundred percent in. Let's do this. And I was like, oh, for a, yeah. It, it is, so, is so cool. I would genuinely uh, do anything for Henson over anything else. Like if, yeah. honestly, yeah. like if 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 it was a choice between doing like if they told me I could write and direct a Star Wars movie, but then but then uh henson said jed you could you can direct the next labyrinth movie i would definitely 100 percent pick labyrinth oh i that. Would, there wouldn't be any hesitation in my voice yeah um or if they said season two of dark crystal do you want to do it yeah okay i'll do that i was going to get married or something but let's like, forget that <laughs> you can wait. yeah i'll I, I, and I, like, I, gotta,
1: I <laughs> and just be I like go oh no, it I'll, no I'll
2: dump her if you want i, I want to make <laughs> dark crystal <God>. like, <laughs> 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 um no, but like I am uh, like genuine. And they, they used to have an operation like a uh, set up in, in, in London and they don't anymore. Uh, it's all in America. But I mean, they did for a little bit for the Dark Crystal because it was filmed. Here. But Labyrinth was filmed in the UK. Um, and the old building that they used to be based in is now flats. It's called the Henson. It's like an apartment. Yeah. And I'm just like, sh- and I'm genuinely always thinking, should I just live there? It would make yeah. a lot of sense if I just lived in. The Henson building, yeah. um, yeah, so I I am like I really like where I live now, but I'm just thinking,
1: it's always on the
2: just yeah, I can just live it, in the Henson building.
1: It does actually make the most sense, really.
2: <laughs> I yeah. think it does. You've convinced me, okay, I will live in the Henson building <laughs> like where, where they made the creatures from Labyrinth. Okay, deal,
1: um, <laughs> yeah. i was actually, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I'd be real, like, I oh my god, that, yeah, like Airbnb, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, I think you can Airbnb, some of the yeah, apartments yeah. there, yeah.
0: Just have a big party up there. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like the end of Labyrinth, with all, with all the, the goblins yeah. and stuff dancing around, and Ludo there. Should you yeah. need us? Yeah, all that stuff.
1: Oh my goodness. The last, when watching that, and he said that, and I was just like, I'm so emotional.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: such a gorgeous film. We son. all need Ludo. We, yeah, yeah. We need them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... I think all, our love for the labyrinth knows no bounds.
2: No. no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so with so with this video game, just having those people involved just makes it so special. And
1: yeah,
2: yeah. And I am like pinching myself like every day, like oh my god, like this is created from scratch. Yeah. And it has all these amazing people involved with it. And and yeah and hopefully i can just keep doing this it's not just like a one-off keep doing it again and again and again just bring just interesting people together
0: for it like you've got it in mind where it's gonna go so that's already more than what a lot of people have when they're making games is that you you have an idea for sequels of it for spin yeah yeah and
1: And it doesn't seem like you're scared by some somebody going that won't work it's like
2: i love it i, I actually yeah. i actually love it like it's like cool okay uh show me the game that you're making then oh you're not okay yeah. cool <laughs> like fine yeah. but i do <laughs> also think that like if this if this when this game comes out and if someone doesn't like it cool hopefully you like the next one well like yeah it's not just gonna be one game yeah. um and i think full motion video like live action full motion video games. Is an acquired taste. I don't think everyone will love it because when they play video games, they want to see like certain type of graphics and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I there is think... a big audience for it.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be because it's such a kind of a different idea. Um, the people who love it are really going to love it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're going to be fans of this, and like, there's so many. Like in hosts, we put in so many Easter eggs. In this i have more time to put in more like easter eggs hints of stuff that's that we're doing in the future hints from other projects um and oh, that's I the type
1: w- of stuff that in 20 years somebody's going to be sitting down and doing a podcast and they would be like you know that film host it's and then, this. Yeah, yeah and then you saw that go into their next project and did you see that go into the next project and mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like that's so exciting yeah that's, yeah yeah yeah. more exciting
2: <laughs> it is yeah and i hope i can keep thinking up like unusual ideas that are, that like that make me want to get out of bed and like do do these crazy stuff that is slightly different than what everyone else is doing um yeah i just need i just need to, just need to... Yeah.
1: we've got the drive yeah That's still there
2: yeah oh yeah 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 yeah
1: and then you're working with blumhouse as well
2: yeah we're doing we're doing a bunch of movies with them we've we finished the first one um which was shot in the UK the end of last year the start of this year hmm. uh I think that comes out sometime this year um we should do brilliant um yeah and then we've got another two to do at some point which which we'll do
1: That's <laughs> amazing yeah. yeah I actually I was watching a live that you were on during the week and um you were saying that you love filming in the uk yes. and is said that, that's important to you is this kind of
2: very 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 important like anytime anyone asks me to do something like, like i'm going to be announced for a couple of projects very very soon and and know that those projects were meant to be shot in america and i said i'll do it if i can shoot it in south london mm-hmm. um those yeah and everything is like that's the conversation I have. It's like, why is why is this in America? Like, ninety nine percent of movies are shot in America. How about having something different, it's showing a different part of London, not the yeah. Notting Hill London, yeah, just yeah, a different part of London um, from a Londoner's experience, mm-hmm. um, and also like other parts of the UK as well. There's there's cool places, all over the place. like Cornwall is really interesting. Um, and yeah, and this first Blumhouse movie is is not a london movie um it's uk based so you okay. get gets see a different part of the uk um but yeah hope, hopefully they'll just keep letting us do movies wherever we want and because the more
0: you get do in the uk then as you said you might help change the perception yeah. of horror um, this side of the atlantic
2: exactly exactly and like it would be really inauthentic for me to shoot something in la and not being from LA I I would just feel like it's a little bit false Mm. so yeah and I just want to make movies with my friends and it's really difficult to like get everyone's visa sorted out and and end the crew to film something in in the US because it's hard to justify um bringing every single person over but in the UK it's easy I'm just like everyone's here got the entire crew here yeah We'll, we'll we'll use the same cast again like boom easy
1: And it's such a testament to what you guys are doing and producing that if somebody would turn around to you and say, this is the movie that we want and this is the place that we want it. And you're like, what about here? And they're like, you got it. Yeah, Yeah. no bother. Like, That's so special. Because a lot of directors, sometimes the studios would
0: just take control. And especially in horror, they're like, no, you're going to do what we're saying we're going to do. And they wouldn't get control over a lot of the aspects of it and how it's portrayed. And they'd be like, this isn't what I envisioned. But like that, obviously things are changing in a bit where you can still retain a lot of the decision-making uh, factors. I,
2: I think with a lot of these studios, um, a lot of people making the big, big decisions aren't creatives. They're just thinking about what potentially is the most cost-effective, which is fair oh, enough. Yeah. That it's a business, so they have to do yeah. that. But where you can um, try and do something that that, you, that makes you feel like it's part of you and special. Um, and I think I learned a while ago that being a writer, like as soon as you hand in a script or something, you almost have to give it up because it's gonna it's gonna change. But mm-hmm. if if you if you somehow manage to get an exec producer credit on it as well, you have a little bit more say in the matter. Yeah. So you'll notice everything I do that I'm not directing will have me as a producer on it as well. Yeah. Uh, and and it, I was told previously that it's very hard. To get an exec producer right well, unless you've spent 20 years in Hollywood you work up to that you you, you put in the mind but I'm just like why like if this I'm is my project
0: and yeah here.
2: exactly and I'm, a, I'm, I'm in a fortunate position where like I can say oh, if, if you don't want to give me that I'll go to this other studio that wants to do or this other five studios you want to do this exact yeah. project um it doesn't matter like because I'm, I'm not doing this for like money or I'm not doing this for fame especially not fame i don't want to be famous but yeah. i'm doing i'm doing it because i love horror and Passion wa- yeah exactly and i want british horror to be a thing again and it's Project. yeah it's not at the moment it's it's really hard for british filmmakers and we've got so many good british filmmakers mm-hmm. but their films don't kind of reach across the shore um i'm trying to do everything i can to like help them do that um yeah
1: i i just I think it's so exciting. It's it, it it is a really exciting time for it, and I, without sounding like I'm gushing too much, like I just think that this film, like host and what you're doing, it's new life into it, the it's genre. It's a new. It's like a new it's a dawn of, it, of yeah. a new age with horror, and it's like it's great to be a part so. of. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool to see it. Oh
2: yeah.
1: yeah to see it kind of coming out we were saying as well we had watched uh dawn of the death and it's rare that the two of us at the same time would go oh yeah and we did that today Uh, Uh um in the tunnel
2: Uh, yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i was actually i was standing at the other end of the tunnel like while that was going on um but yeah and like i remember saying saying to rob like it wouldn't it be cool if the." Uh, the letters kind of like disappeared behind people's Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And... If
0: they were, if you were moving around them, you wouldn't maybe see what they were signing. So, a light exactly. Vacuum, yeah. yeah,
2: and like it, and like I remember him saying like, "Well, we're gonna we'll try it to see if it works, but if it doesn't work, we won't have it." Fair mm-hmm. enough. And I'm so glad that that it's in there because I think it works really well. And that and that steady cam shot that goes around them, mm-hmm. like almost of out of everything we've done, that shot is like my favorite. Yeah. That Rob's done um, yeah. it's, it's perfect
1: mm-hmm. it really is and it was so clever and it was when it widens out after they've been
0: talking to each other yeah or signing to each other and then you just see the carnage around you're just like that's when the do here we're like oh <laughs> yeah because it was yeah. brilliant to see the way that the camera work was being done and with the signing and then like you're you're getting snaps of of their argument and then just for the looking around you're like oh shit
2: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and it's really cool as well to see like similar to host when we watched that in years to come like we'll remember the time it was in but when we put on uh dawn of the Deaf* and it had it was 2007 it was based and then it was the guy with the clown oh yeah mask and straight away i was like oh my god uh, do, do you remember? You remember yeah like that yeah was such a big thing and it was yeah the town we're in, randomly, there was actually a guy. He got a Michael Myers mask and he dressed up as Michael Myers. And he used to just break into people's back gardens and stand with wow. ni- a knife, go into a, a
0: garage as well and just stand
1: there. Yeah,
2: I'm surprised he, was... he wasn't beaten up or something. Like
1: there were people looking for him.
2: Yeah. For right. Okay. You
1: um, <laughs> you wouldn't get was... away
2: with that in London. I promise oh, you. Was crazy. No, oh, our, our place is
0: small enough where you could. Yeah. Just... Right. Um, <laughs> so and I go think to one
2: too... house. And then yeah. he would be in a hospital, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd say as well, the places he chose were probably more that somebody wasn't going to come out.
2: Um, yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> Clever.
1: It. Um, but it just brought me back to that time straight away. It's really cool to see those kind of cultural moments as mm. well within yeah. it that you can really resonate with. Um, where did... Because it, it, it... like Obviously, the zombie genre has been done, and, um, like... It's such an amazing kind of genre, but this was such a different take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, where Where's did it come that... from? Yeah, so,
2: I came up with it in 2010. I actually wrote it in 2010, mm-hmm. and I met Rob in 2012, I think. And the and I just met him on on Twitter, and I said, "Hey, let's go for a drink." Um, and he'd only made... He'd, he, he made this 30-second comedy short that he put on Twitter. And I thought, that's really cool. Um, so we met up, and the, literally the first words out of my mouth is, hey, Rob, I've got this idea for a film called Dawn of the Deaf. And I just pitched it to him, and he was like, yeah, let's do that. Um, but it was very ambitious at the time, so we made one called Absence before that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we knew, we knew what we were doing, um, Dawn of the Deaf was next. And I mean... People would probably assume that the name came first because it's the pun on Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's just, I just had an idea that um, I've never seen a horror movie where the protagonists are deaf. Yeah. Um, and again, it's one of those moments where people told us who wants to watch a horror movie with deaf people, that we have to read subtitles and sign languages. People won't want to watch that. And that's the film that just blew up and got us the sign yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but it was so lovely. There's there's a part where um it's um the guy getting the award. No, yeah. well the, the the guy getting the award is so nice. But Caroline is on the bed and she's mm. listening to music. Oh, the feeling! And that, she yeah. has her hand. Irish
2: band. She listens to an Irish band, Ash.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah! Jesus!
0: <laughs> Thanks for telling us where.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm, fr- I'm really good friends with Ash. They're so, like, no way. yeah. 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 Yeah, like I, like I, really good friends. Like I speak to them. Uh, speak to Mark from the band every single week because we, we're in the the same D and D Zoom D and D every week. But I've known him for years and years. And years. I put, I've put on so many gigs for them, and I'm going to do in, in in the future as well. This is a so. small
1: world. So cool. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. It was really <laughs> nice to see that moment as well, where it was kind of, it was so. It was so true oh, to authentic that,
0: and
1: real. Yeah. Um, my my younger cousin, she's not, she's not a baby anymore, but she's deaf. And I remember actually being at my sister's wedding and bringing her up and we were, we had her hand on the speaker and her face just lit up and the drummer nice. figured out what we were doing and he played it. He played the drums and she put her hand and it was just like, it was so lovely to see that in a film. Mm-hmm. and it was yeah. so cool the way it was done where the music was kind of a little bit muffled and then when it went to the bigger shot you could and it was just everything you do seems so authentic mm. and thought like thoughtful and I know lovely sounds like such an like insignificant word but it's it's it is it's just so nice and and it's, it's just, little just,
2: details and little nuances yeah. that kind of make it feel real yeah and yeah I think yeah, and just with with this particular team that that we have, like, it just it's just everything's easy. You can take chances because because everyone's friends and like yeah, no no one's no one's gonna say oh isn't that a crazy idea or like they'll either think of a better idea um, or they will just completely one hundred percent back you with with your crazy idea.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, so we, we we can do stuff like that, and and yeah, and everything we've done so far is just. It's just been so well received, so really, really grateful. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen Salt. Salt's the one we did between Host and Dawn of the Death. It's a it's a two minute short starring Alice Lowe. Um, yeah, it's just two minutes, and I, I think Salt. Straight away after this Yeah, <laughs> I think Salt. I think Salt is is our best short film. I think I might even like it more than host, you know, like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, just because, just because it's two minutes and it's really hard for a short film to do what we did in two minutes, but we did it. Yeah. Um, but just you just have a look, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can kind of see the progression with me and Rob, like from, from Absence to Dawn of the Death, to salt to host there's there's a progression of like we're getting confident (laughs) so um you'll see in this next in in this blumhouse movie which is probably the next film people will see from us um that confidence is it, it, it we're taking even more chances um definitely taking more chances
1: yeah i'm
2: excited for people to see that
1: it's just amazing to see that kind of um progression and and it's so nice to see it as well. It's mm. it's really exciting. I like I can't wait to see where it goes. And genuinely, I do actually think this is like just a new new age for her. And like I, I really decide. do and we're see... not catching up on it. We're here. We're it. here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels like once. Yeah. For yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Will we talk
0: about the range? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is, as I was saying to uh, Grace saying to you earlier on, Jed, that this is just, we, we're trying to do 100 films and it's either ones we've never seen before because we are like that. There's still obviously so many yes. that you have and haven't watched. But yeah, no, The Ring from 2002, we're talking about the American one, the Gore Verbinski one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. you want to talk about do, do so, the synopsis?
1: Yeah, a journalist must investigate a mysterious videotape which seems to cause the death of anyone a week after, yeah, to it? the day after they view it. Yeah. Just couldn't so- read that properly. Turns out you can't read anymore. So,
0: if anyone was listening to our episodes chronologically, we would have discussed this last week when we did um, Around the World in 80 Slaves, yeah. we were doing the Asian horror. And um, that I obviously was speaking about the Japanese one, but this one's slightly different, mm-hmm. the American mm-hmm. take on it, I found. And um, it's not talking about, um, the child and the mother having a telepathic link and the mother being a seer and being able to tell the future and read people's minds. It was more about horses. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But it was a real creepy film. Yeah. Uh, very green. Best very green. green. Horror yeah. movie green. What is your take on it, Jet?
2: Um, I, I prefer Ringu. I prefer the Japanese original to the remake, though I think the remake is extremely well done mm-hmm. um Gore Vabinsky just did a really good job um I, I could, he could lose that kind of bluish green tint though which kind of kind of dates it a little bit yeah um but I think he did like an incredible job taking something that's so like even at that time it was so iconic already it was one of the yeah it almost moved J horror into the western world mm. alone um he took something that was really hard to do and he made it good and i think naomi watts is incredible in it um she'd done a few three good, good things before that but i think this is one of the films that made people go oh okay she's a legit actress yeah. um and yeah and I, I kind of like the there's only a few differences, like big differences but um i, I like it, everything they they did um you get to see you get to see kind of more of the kind of backstory a little bit of um of, of the ring um, but yeah I, I I definitely enjoy it more than you would expect for, for a Hollywood remake of a, of a Japanese yeah. movie I think
0: yeah. it's a longer film, the American version I think is longer and hence uh, why they can flesh out Samara's character yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and show her treatment and all that sort of stuff
2: Yeah. Um,
0: whereas I think in the Japanese one it's just the mother was a seer she foretold an eruption and, and her daughter was also telepathic but could also kill people with mm-hmm. her mind
2: yeah exactly and the the, the, only, the only thing i think that doesn't work in the american version is kind of the final corner of the television scene mm. i i think it looks way too cgi in the american version. oh yeah it's um, just like this might as well be a cartoon yeah uh, yeah But <laughs> whereas in the original ringy one it's so subtle and so unexpected it's scary as hell and you only see that you only see the eye as well yeah one' show the whole face and it's just, it's not it's not scary. Just
0: looks like a grumpy old man yeah it's
2: true yeah and I mean with yeah. that kind of blue green tint over everything as well it's just just like what's what's going on is yeah yeah but it's, it's, it's l- I still love it oh, yeah. it's like overall I still love it yeah yeah
0: yeah because that's what I think about in the the difference of the coming out in the TV scene with the Japanese one, they had they done a kind of the kabuki style w- w- for the theater where it was very jaunty and, and arms out and you know jaunty. Jid, jaunty. I, I, meant, know I meant like jittery, not jaunty. Like no, I like <laughs> <laughs> come out of a well. Yeah. Um, no, but and then they did it in reverse, so it's all the you know she's doing like walking back. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas it was the crawl uh, coming through like that. And then it just almost rubbery, I felt in the American one, just a bit because she was so wet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: And and like the like Sadako Samara's death when they get pushed into into the well is different, right? Because I think it, in the original, it's her dad that kind of smacks her overhead with a rock and pushes yeah. her in the well. And then in the American one, it's the mother that comes up behind her and put, puts her head in a plastic bag and then chucks her in the well. Yeah. Um. So that that was an interesting choice, but I, I think it works like both times. Um, and I think with the with the American one, and this is you get this a lot with American films. They try to make you have some sympathy towards the um, antagonist. Yeah. Um. Because they don't like the idea of having an antagonist that's just pure evil. Whereas especially as,
0: as a child,
2: as a child, yeah. But in the first Japanese Ring. I mean, eventually in the sequels they kind of soften her a little bit but in the, in the first Japanese ring she is just an, it, pure evil, basically. Mm. Sadako.
0: And they only kill her because they're worried she's killed once and she could kill again and they're terrified of her and that's where they're like, look, this is
1: for the betterment of everyone. Yeah. So just kill her.
2: Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's um, something
1: as well to be said for being evil for the sake of being evil. Yeah. It's quite it's terrifying. It's not your circumstances. This is just who yeah. you are as a person. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. That, yeah. that is scary. Mm. it's like Michael Myers is um, mm. like Freddy Krueger is like obviously he was a, apparently like a, a child molester and after yeah. the parents cornered him, killed him but like he should have had a trial, he should have gone to the trial they didn't need to kill him but yeah. um, I guess I guess there's an element of re- revenge to Freddy Krueger, it yeah. so kind of explains it and it just very slightly softens him but with Michael Myers mm he's just pure evil there's no reason yeah there's there's no reason to it he's just straight up killing people Mm. he gets put into a mental institution for a few years comes out kill just keeps killing like you can't reform him he's just pure evil Um, and and i think that's scarier yeah
1: Yeah.
0: and that's what scares people is you you almost refuse to believe that this could happen that as a child you could be so inherently evil Um, and like you weren't you had a normal childhood but this is just who you are as a person Yes. Yeah, exactly. uh, And I think
1: that's what scares people the most is the possibility that it could happen. That somebody's mm-hmm. just evil mm. for being... We were actually talking about um, Eden Lake. There, Love uh, that film, yeah. And that one...
2: Harrowing, isn't it? It's just oh harrowing. God.
1: <laughs> that terrifies me.
2: So that ending. Oh, oh, that... No, really.
1: I think that ending is one of the most mm. terrifying endings. You think she's safe? And then you see the family photos
2: um yeah oh my god yeah it's
1: perfect we actually um I used to work in Activision and we got that together years ago with another one of our friends and the boys were with us as well and I think that was a moment where they kind of assessed and like reassessed kind of going I don't know if I need to be a part of this gang <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, you, oh my like, god
1: yeah. he's just not a part of every aspect of our lives no I don't again. <laughs> no. um yeah no that one and that one is it's the whole like they were just so bad Mm. the kids so bad it didn't take much
0: really to it's terrifying terrifying. yeah
2: yeah Yeah. that's scary but then you also have to think is a shark evil or is it just doing what it naturally is meant to do
0: yeah
2: which is yeah like eat eat stuff yeah yeah and eat whatever's in its way exactly and maybe maybe like someone like Michael Myers is just a shark it's just what (laughs) it was born to do
0: Mm. Yeah, just mentality is different. We're little not difference. ready for it. <laughs>
2: no. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: We're not ready to think that people could just be wired in a way they're like, oh, "I'm just going to kill you." Yeah.
2: yeah it is and what I, it is. I, mm. And I think it's only evil if that person has a moral compass. But if they haven't, then it's just nature, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Act of life for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, Jed, thank you so much for coming on. No worries.
2: That. Yeah, enjoyed Sweet. it
1: are as we said we're we're huge fans yeah. um and we can't wait to see absolute best local yeah. ghost can't wait until lack
0: of out and then your bloomhouse film this year everything yeah everything yeah
2: thanks yeah. <laughs> cheers yeah thank um,
1: you so much again
2: yeah, yeah. no worries so thanks for having me and um yeah if you want me to come back on after the game's out or yes. when something's
1: out yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> it thank was like yeah, yeah so we'll put you yeah. in <laughs> I'm
2: just yeah. saying, so you anytime especially because like um again one of the things i'm really like big on is like supporting like irish and you british like Yay. podcasts and just media in general that support horror so um anytime you, you need me just just hit me up
1: thank you so much do. that's now nice. that's recorded
0: that's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> that.
2: cool thank well,
1: you so much yeah. no worries Bye. Take care, guys. Yeah. bye so now we are um, re-recording our ending to this episode because I got so excited when we stopped talking to Jed that I actually ended our recording ended straight away. Emer yeah. was like, have, have you finished that? And I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, I have. I have, Emir.
0: That's the beauty of re- yeah, editing and all that. We can come back and just slice through into it. Yes. Um, That was just like... That was bloody amazing.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And he was just... Jed was just down to earth and he was so super sane and you can just see the enthusiasm he has for his future potential... Like his projects that are upcoming. Yeah. Even though he can't talk that much about it you can just see he is... He's cutting edge.
1: It's really exciting to see it panning out. I I genuinely believe that host is going to be in there with the life of the exorcist and the omen. Yeah.
0: Like I said... It's the turning point and we are actually, we're not looking back on it. This is something that we are here for and we can see it. Like that's what I said, host. and, And even there when he did the shorts that we've watched a few of them now, we watched Dawn of the Deaf. And in between the times that you have <laughs> cut this off, we watched Salt and they are both on YouTube, people. of the Deaf and Salt. Now, we had to do Salt, Jed Shepard to get that because of the Angelina Jolie film, Salt. So you just have to put in a few more extra details. And they're only two to three minutes long each and they are fucking amazing. amazing.
1: Exactly what he said, where it's hard to kind of like properly put something into like under three minutes. Yeah. But that's what they did with Salt,
0: jesus it solve, is exactly solve, what they the did shit of both
1: of us it's brilliant again yeah. audible gasps from both of us oh yeah um just brilliant just really yeah. well thought out and, and smart just so so yeah. smart yeah. their stuff is really smart it really is which is really exciting yeah. and um yeah fangirls yeah.
0: oh yeah i totally watched them all and i couldn't recommend them enough to people like if you're a fan of horror totally get it if you're not a fan of hard this will scare the bejesus out of you yeah um it'll scare the bejesus out of anybody but it's i can't wait for the game like i wouldn't be i'd play a bit but it's more like my husband be a games player and um, but i like to watch to get the story because yeah. i'm so bad at the controls it's just easier if i watch someone else play yeah Um, but this is something i'm gonna honest to god give a try myself i can't wait yeah yeah, yeah 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 like that's what i mean it's it's the whole aspect of it is different it's rarely done and also to do this and in a horror and at a specific
1: time yeah for
0: that whole level of interaction it's it's just going to be out this world
1: yeah i'm so excited to see what comes next and
0: Mm, where's blumhouse film coming uh, out hopefully later on this year yeah 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 there's just so much
1: it's great and it's, if it's
0: anything like what we've seen we just know it's not going to be your normal run in the mill horror
1: yeah and it's going to be scary yes it's going to be scary which is what I'm loving like that yeah
0: we're being proper scared again
1: yeah we genuinely watched um host again this morning and we both jumped yeah um and as I said my poor cat got the brunt <laughs> of it um but it was such a pleasure um it was a bit of a pinch me dream come true moment. Um, absolutely. Yeah, really cool. Um, Very down to earth and just a really sound guy. And
0: And he's got the enthusiasm to talk about it for so long because he is a horror fan making films. He's not a filmmaker making horror films. Yeah. He's a horror fan making films that just happen to be really taking off.
1: And seems to have a really, really great group yeah between, with him not even yeah. behind him it's so nice that it's such yeah. a collaboration and it's between the it's actors all of them
0: and in behind the scenes yeah and to be able to keep directors them, really editors yeah to keep that yeah. with them
1: it's so cool
0: and to bring horror back to the UK yeah like they haven't there hasn't been anything like as in a big studio or anything like that's really since hammered that I can would know of well yeah you think of British horror you think of Hammer Horror and that was all B movies so if you can like bring up the bar and bring mm-hmm. that awareness back to like you've obviously got like 28 Days Later Dog Soldiers all those sort of stuff
1: I just think of Eden Lake and how terrifying Ugh. that is um. but yeah such an amazing experience of a Sunday yes. um, and yeah so join us next week we are going to be looking at um some horror movies for Pride
0: yeah Get your pride flag going.
1: Very exciting. Yeah, can't wait. Um so make sure to follow us on Instagram where Because You're Home with an underscore in between each word. And we are on Facebook with um Because You're Home podcast.
0: And uh, follow us on almost all kinds of podcast platforms. Um said before said again. If you are listening to us on Apple, feel free to just give us a rate and review. And if you're not, just tell a friend. Can't ask for any more than that now.
1: That's it. Thanks so much, guys.
0: Au revoir.
1: <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: <laughs> Bye.